Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B two B sales. Happy to have you here. Mark Banfield, Chief Revenue Officer at Logic Monitor, also a seasoned revenue leader with a strong history of developing successful go-to-market strategies for high-growth businesses, is here as a guest in this episode of the Sales Star Podcast. Mark, we're really excited to hear from you and hear your observations and thoughts. You know, given that 2020 was a very crucial year for several technology sales and marketing leaders, it also gave everyone an opportunity to be creative. to innovate in their role so before we dive in we'd love it if you could tell us a bit about yourself we'd love to hear more about logic monitor and especially your role as cro over there well it's absolutely lovely to be here and thank you for the opportunity yeah i am the chief revenue officer at logic monitor logic monitor is a observability and monitoring analytics platform what we effectively do is allow organizations to monitor and observe their critical systems critical infrastructure critical applications in order to understand where issues are so they can identify issues early so they can fix issues quickly and most importantly it allows them to provide a much more efficient and better customer experience and you know as as every organization in the world moves through digital transformation and moves to digital services be it customer services or employee services the monitoring of those services is absolutely of paramount importance and we help organizations do that and we help them reduce their mean time to resolution and we help them make sure that their customers are great receiving the best possible experience in my role as CRO I'm responsible for the revenue part of the organization so that is all of our revenue generation so sales marketing channel alliances as well as the growth of the revenue from our customers so really all about the customer absolutely so we're pretty sure 2020 was a was an exciting year in in probably in some ways and also an, an immense year of opportunity and learning so we'd love it if you could dive into what the year was like for your global sales and revenue team if you can take us through some of your key learnings specific changes to processes that especially turned out to be successful and helped meet business goals and needs you know as takeaways for our audience Absolutely uh, more than happy to you know it was a really challenging year and when the covid pandemic hit at the beginning of the year there was obviously a lot of inertia and a lot of worry in the industry and we did definitely did see a real change in how we had to go to market so if i talk a little bit about our value proposition one of the things that logic monitor does is of course help organizations monitor more effectively now monitoring services in a pandemic becomes even more important because overnight most of our customers had to pivot to a delivering services more digitally to their customers but also all of their employees having to move to work online from home and therefore monitoring became critically important so we were able to really focus on how can we help customers more how can we help them monitor things like VPN Zoom Office 365 Microsoft Teams we really focused on what how do we make sure that our solution is able to help people in this absolute critical time at a time of absolute need and really and that was really a big focus for us in terms of how we pivoted to make sure that we focused on the right kind of outcomes for our customers in terms of how our 
teams changed and how we went to market. Obviously, marketing changed dramatically. Um, most of our marketing is based upon a mixture of doing digital and very heavy focused around content marketing around digital, as well as then events. And um, events was a big part of our playbook. And of course, they completely fell away in 2020. And all of a sudden, we had to focus on different ways to engage clients that we would have been dependent on from using events, because not every person is dependent upon online and content to find out about solutions. And they very often rely upon the events that we would be exhibiting at and presenting at. So we weren't able to do that. So we moved everything online as much as possible through webinars, through a, a doubling down in terms of the way that we deliver content online, et cetera, et cetera. The other thing is our sales teams obviously had to change very quickly. We sell mainly into the enterprise segment, which is field-based sales. And the reason it's called field-based sales, of course, is that our people are based in the field. They're based close to the customers. And the reason for that is because it's dependent upon them building relationships with customers. And very often that's done face-to-face or handshake-based uh, relationship building. And of course, um, that's how enterprise sales has been done for a long, long time. And of course, overnight, we weren't able to meet anyone. Therefore, we were dependent upon using different techniques. It was using Zoom, obviously, and different sort of online tools to be able to build relationships, to demonstrate value, to sort of to really understand our customers' challenges and how we support their needs. But then we went one step further. We said, okay, how do we create that kind of social experience where we can still build real meaningful relationships with clients? And it was things like being able to set up quiz evenings or online wine tasting evenings and various things like that, which would allow us to engage clients to really get to know them outside of just a general sort of a demo or a sales experience. So those are some of the ways that we tried to pivot to really cope with the challenges of COVID in 2020. And I think while some of them, especially the online wine sessions, those those might have been very interesting, but there've still been, there've been a lot of ways that different teams have sort of innovated or tried to adjust to this, you know, this challenge of not being able to meet their customer in in-person meetings. You know, as we head into 2021, there will still be occasion to have fewer meetings, hopefully, but it's still largely a remote selling and a remote marketing, digital marketing environment. So as a CRO, what are some of your thoughts especially when it comes to the lags that you see other teams make or the marketplace in general. So we know that everyone is basically trying to do something different, grab the same audience attention. Most of us, most of us in tech have, you know, have a very common list of the named accounts that you want to chase after. So what are some of your thoughts when it comes, when you, when you think of all of this from the point of view of a CRO that you'd like to share? One of the most important things that COVID or no COVID that we absolutely preach to our sales organization is really taking the time to really learn and understand the customer. If you consider whether you're selling into a healthcare organization or a financial services organization or a retail organization, no matter what kind of organization it is, your job as a professional salesperson is to really uncover the challenges that that business is facing. And then it's really about then being able to connect the dots as to how our solution is able to help that organization overcome some of their strategic. And the way you do that, of course, as I said, it's really regardless of COVID, is you do that through doing a lot of research. It's about spending the time up front, really researching the customer, reading their annual reports, reading their various blogs, reading various presentations, watching 
how their executives are talking about that particular industry and understanding what's the challenges for that particular vertical, that particular industry, and what's the challenges for that particular brand or enterprise in that market, in that particular industry. So we spend a lot of time really trying to understand, you know, imagining a financial services business is very different to healthcare. And it's about identifying what are those sort of real key trigger points that are really getting the boardroom focused when it comes from a technology perspective. So we really focus on that. And then in terms of remote selling, the first part, of course, is that really understanding the customer. And the rest of it is about really providing as much as you can a great buying experience for the customer, despite the fact that it's remote. So a couple of things we do there really is we're very big on being able to demonstrate the product. I mean, ultimately, we sell to mainly technical buyers, and it's really important that they're able to touch and feel and understand the technology that we're providing to them. So we very most often put the technology in their environment and start to be able to build the dashboards and some of the visibility that they will be able to see by running Logic Monitor in their environment. So it's using their data and it's being able to use their systems to be able to show them how will this look in a real world environment. And the last thing we do then when we go through that proof of concept is build what we call a business value assessment, which is really about identifying the value that we provide through that process. So it's really looking at what is the current state? How is their business run today from an IT operation perspective? And how could it look with Logic Monitor in the future? And what is that delta? What's the benefit to the organization? And how does it align to those strategic initiatives that we talked about at the very beginning? And of course, regardless of whether you're remote or not remote, those are fundamentals as to how you need to engage customers through the buying process and of course it becomes even more important to do that very very well when you're remote because you're completely dependent on being able to show those customers all of the data points that help demonstrate the value of your solution. All of this is basically so evident in on the fact as to how businesses, teams, and, and multiple roles, even leaders, have had to basically evolve over the years. So, you know, um, we, we are aware that in the technology marketplace, in the B2B marketplace, remote work is not new as a concept. We've had a lot of SaaS companies talking about the fact that, you know, they've had remote-friendly work processes over the last decade or so. So while this shift wasn't necessarily much of a challenge for the industry as such it did demand a lot of change in multiple roles and multiple business functions and all of this is also is obviously going to also bleed into the rest of this year so how do you now feel certain services in this market are going to be impacted or grow or you know for example business process outsourcing we've already talked about we've already rather witnessed there's been an increased demand for tools like Zoom, productivity tools, collaboration tools. But in general, what do you see what do you see change in the tech market as the year progresses? Well, I think the first is there's been a move towards cloud at an increasing pace for many, many years. But I think the reality is now it's non-negotiable. If anything, COVID has really exposed is organizations that are digitally transformed versus those that are not digitally transformed. If you take Logic Monster as an example, we were able to very quickly pivot almost overnight to continue to work as normal. It actually had zero impact as to how our people work day to day and the services they use and the functions they use within the business because 
the reality is we are a company that is already digitally transformed. So we already have most of our services delivered via SaaS, via cloud. We can have people work from anywhere remotely via mobile devices or whether it be uh, remote uh, laptops. And as a result, we were able to pivot very, very quickly. And I think that's one of the things you're going to see just continue to accelerate in most businesses is that most businesses, whether you know if they're using on-premise and sort of legacy technologies, are going to really start to accelerate their move towards SaaS and cloud. And it's just a necessity because you know it gives them the flexibility to be able to work much more efficiently in a remote environment. And frankly, it's a better business model for them to go down that path anyway. Absolutely. And I think uh, in all, this was a very interesting, interesting conversation. And before we wrap up, we'd love it if you can share a couple of top highlights and when it comes to B2B trends to look forward to in 2021, maybe a couple of trends that you or your team are closely following. Sure. One big trend, of course, it's been talked about for a long time is digital transformation. But I think that, again, COVID exposes the need for organizations to accelerate that. So one of the trends we're seeing is more and more organizations investing in their own application development. So bringing in their own application development in-house. I mean, when you're migrating workloads to the cloud or whether you're developing new applications to suffice a particular service to your customers or your employees, the reality is you need your own expertise in-house to do that. Or you rely upon a partner to do that, such as a managed service provider or a system integrator. But ultimately, there is a big trend whereby every organization on the planet is becoming a software company and is becoming their own software developers. And as a result, the companies that provide the tools and the capabilities to those developers to allow them to be able to rapidly develop applications and services in an agile fashion are going to be the ones who I think are very successful. And this is something that Logic Monitor are following very actively. We are, our product is a monitoring platform that helps organizations in a hybrid environment, but we really are starting to help application developers move towards an observability platform. So they're able to be able to collect data, whether that be metric data, log data, application data, and they'll be able to sort of correlate all that information to be able to understand what's happening in a particular application or service. And as a result, they're able to really take action and provide their customers with the absolute best possible experience and solve issues before they ever become sort of mission critical issues for the organization. So I think this is one of the big trends in the industry. I think it's something that's on the agenda of every CIO and every boardroom of every enterprise accelerate the digital transformation. How do they continue to develop applications at a huge rate of pace? And how do they have the right tools in place to support their application developers and the site reliability engineers to deliver compelling, flawless customer experiences? Absolutely, Mark. And I think this was a very interesting conversation. And in all, we really appreciate the time that you've spent with us to share these insights, thoughts, tips, as well as observations. And we're sure we're definitely going to have you back again sometime through the year. But in the meantime, we wish you and the team all the very best. Well, it was a delight to be here and thank you very much for the time and I look forward to talking to you again.